Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast with Allie and Allie. Welcome back. Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast. With Allie. And Allie. And we talk about emo music, hot topics, and our lives. And usually, uh, burps <laughs> and balls. <laughs> usually what? Usually, uh, we get pretty sidetracked. Yep. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys are enjoying. This is actually our 10th episode. Dun, dun. I can't believe we've been doing this for, what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks. That's awesome. High five. (laughs) That was kind of a sucky high five, but we did it. (laughs) We've made it. We've been having so much fun. Mm -hmm. Happy Easter for everybody that celebrates Easter. It was last weekend. Mm -hmm. We hope you got lots of chocolate and lots of Reese eggs. Uh Uh-huh. Did you eat ham? Did you have mac and cheese? What do you guys like? It's so interesting to me because like, you know, my family growing up, we had the traditional like ham and like mashed potatoes and green mm-hmm. beans and stuff. But like, you know, Dalton's family, they do ham and uh-huh. but like mac and cheese oh, yeah. and like corn bread hmm. casserole stuff okay. that Susan makes. and Like spoon pudding? Kind of. Okay. And yum. Like every family is just different. Like, what do you have for dessert? Pie usually. Okay, what kind of pie? Uh, we had pecan. Okay, I think mm-hmm. pecan pie and pecan pie. Turtle. Turtle pie. Turtle pie. Is that like chocolate and peanut butter? It's like, well, it's got a lot of whipped cream on Ooh, it. Yum. Yeah, and chocolate. Mm. Well, we have ham, and we always have deviled eggs. Which oh, we had those too. That's for an appetizer, but you yeah. cannot not have deviled eggs. Yeah. And do you guys do like colored eggs? Did you color eggs or no. any the kids colored eggs? No, we I'm didn't not. do that this year. But yeah. usually, if we have in the past, the deviled eggs are usually like tie dye because nice. we use the eggs that we colored. But we had deviled eggs. We had bloody marys. We had ham. We had, I made cheesy hash brown casserole. Yummy. It was delicious. Um, my mom makes pea salad. The cold kind? The cold kind, yes. <laughs> have, you, have you only had that from Julie? Oh, uh, no, actually, or, my grandma, Norma, I didn't she think used to make it. people made it. I thought it was just like a Julie thing. No, she, my, my grandma okay. used to make it a cold Is pea it salad. Like, okay, yes. With frozen so peas. Frozen peas, you thaw them, and then you put like mayonnaise in yep. them, and bacon, and cheese, and like green onions. Yep. Oh my gosh. Mm, so delicious. It's. I don't really like peas. I don't. I don't like peas either, is... but I'll have them if they're the frozen. Because it, mm-hmm. it's the consistency for me. Like, it's, I don't like the mushy. Yeah. It's like crunchy. Yeah. And they're yes. crunchy in like a cold pea salad. So, yes, yes I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we do sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. Okay. So then when you eat the ham, you like dip the ham Ooh, in the sweet potato yes. juice. You know, I think, is that all we had? I think that was pretty much it. We okay. usually have green bean casserole, but... We did have green bean casserole this year, yeah. This year, my mom was just being lazy. She was like, I'll make the ham. Everyone just brings a dish. And guess who who's the only one who brought a dish? You? Me. Me. <coughs> Siblings? It was very fun. Yes, yummy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day. Oh, it was gorgeous. 
Yes. It's just kind of strange, though, because with my family, there's no young kids. Yeah. It's just dogs. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are the kids. So Natalie brought her new puppy. Aww. And Rome. Cute. Taylor left the dogs at home because, like, five, it, that would have been, like, five dogs. That's, yeah, and a lot that's of, just two extra. That's so a lot. It's just weird because there's no, like, you know, we don't have an egg. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Hunt. Yeah. No egg hunts. No coloring. So it was just weird. And it, it was our first holiday with my mom's house remodeled. Right. So it was just different. But it was good. Good. Yes. Fun times. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, we went to this car show thing, which it was rainy and cold. Now mm-hmm. the sun's out. Of course. Um, there was a couple cars, like speedy sports cars. Fancy colored cars. <laughs> Including Loud. The Toyota Corolla that got in sport mode and raced down the street. Oh, yeah. I like that car. <laughs> sport mode. Love it. So we went to Fluid, which I love Fluid. It's yes. the best. Holla, Fluid Coffee. Support. Support your local businesses. This is not a paid ad, but <laughs> if you want to pay us, we'll take your money and talk about you all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, there were some cars there. Yes. And let's talk about my hot topic, mm-hmm. which actually you found and I stole it from you. That's okay, because I like to share. We need to, every time we see a cool article, or really, anytime any of you guys see a cool article and you're like, wow, I want to learn more about this. Just shoot it to us on Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, not Twitter, because I don't think I've ever logged into our Twitter. I just made it one day and then I just haven't touched it since. But you can email it to us or tag us. Our email is heartemony at gmail.com. Yes. Or tag us with our Facebook link. Yes. Okay. Okay. What did I send you? You sent me an article about John Dillinger. I'm going to refer to John Dillinger throughout this episode as JD. All right. Because I feel if I keep trying to say Don Dillinger. (laughs) See? (laughs) See? Don Dillinger. Don (laughs) Dillinger. It's just going to keep coming out wrong. So JD. Okay. Okay? JD. JD. Got it. Uh, not DJ. No. JD. He was not a DJ. He was. (laughs) Hey, Mr. JD, turn on the replay. Okay. Uh, so I did some research. Um, so a lot of my information came from the Chicago Tribune, the Northwest Indiana Times, mm-hmm. and FBI.gov. Ooh. Because I went deep. Fancy. So the article you sent me was about a police car that Don Jill... J.D. <laughs> see? John Dillinger. Stole. Wait, is it John... Yeah, it's John Dillinger. Yes. Not Don... Don Dillinger. Okay. <laughs> JD. JD. Maybe we can make a drinking game out of it. Anytime <laughs> Allie miss or either of us mispronounces John, John Dillinger, Dillinger, you have to drink. <laughs> Whatever you're drinking. If it's coffee, orange juice, alcohol, yes. sure. Get caffeinated. Yeah. All right. So on April 3rd, 2021, the police car that Don <laughs> drink. drink. <laughs> The JD, but I didn't write JD. So, okay. Let's start over. On April 3rd, 2021, the police car that JD stole when he escaped the Crown Point Jail returned with the parade and drew a crowd. Wow. The car, this police car, Mm -hmm. was stolen 87 years ago from Lake County Sheriff Lillian Holly, who 
was the first and only woman to serve as a Lake County Sheriff. That's awesome. Holla. Yeah, Holly. Holla, Holly. Holly. Holla, Holly. Holla, Holla. I was curious Girl, about that because I saw Lillian and I'm like, oh, that was back in the day. That must have been just like a common name for a man. Oh. And that's just how wrong like yeah. my brain works. But that's so great. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But, you know, her car got stolen, her mm. police car. Mm-mm-mm. So she hated JD. Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh, and was pissed when he escaped and stole her car. And, quote, she said back in the day, if I ever see JD, I'll shoot him dead with my own pistol. Oh, dang, girl. <laughs> yeah. She, like, took to her grave. Like, Wow. I love it. Uh, let's talk about JD. Okay. Because maybe some people out there don't know him and his history mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what happened is connected to Crown Point, which is so close to us mm-hmm. and kind of... Our hometown. Yeah, around the area we grew up. So mm-hmm. JD was an OG. Original gangsta. Gangsta. A uh, little story of JD's growing up. JD was born June 22nd, 1903 in a suburb of Indy. Hmm. So he's from Indiana. Okay, so he's a Hoosier. Which I didn't know. I, I just knew he was arrested and got thrown mm-hmm. in Crumpling Joe, but I didn't know he was from Indiana. Me either. So he's from a suburb of Indy. His mom died when he was three. His father had remarried six years later, and JD did not like her very much. Mm. So I think that kind of stirred his soul a little. Yes. Uh, he had quit school. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was smart and a good worker, but he got bored very fast. So he would stay out all night. And the article that I read, I believe this was from FBI.gov, didn't really say what he was doing staying out all night. But it sounded like he was just up to no good. Raging? Yeah. Stealing cars, doing drugs, drinking booze. Okay. (laughs) At a young age. (laughs) Okay. So the family was like, this is not good for him. And they moved out of the city to a farm. Well, that didn't help his situation (laughs) so he gets in trouble for stealing a car and joins the navy but while in the navy he deserted his ship and got in trouble so he was like the like he was in the navy the ship docked in like boston he was like peace out oh my god thanks for the ride and just like left wow okay um okay so he gets in trouble or whatever uh he gets married and stays indie but having a has a hard time finding work and this is kind of when like the big trouble starts he joins pool shark ed shingleton in search for money and they tried to hmm. rob a grocery store and got caught and so this was the first time that Dillinger was sentenced, and he served eight and a half years in prison. So on top of all of the hardships growing up, because mm-hmm. his mom died and things, and he's already getting in trouble, now he spends eight years in jail, and it just, like, wrecks him. Okay. And he's basically like, I don't give a crap about nothing. I don't give. I just want to steal and make money. Mm-hmm. So, well, and you have to think about it, too. If you're in jail for eight years, you're surrounded by the crime like criminals exactly and And that's basically all they talked about when he was in jail was like he would get tips from like other people about like Mm -hmm. this is how how to do do stuff and get away with it exactly okay he gets out now he's got all these hot tips (laughs) on how to rob okay and he just kind of goes crazy around the chicagoland and indiana area so he's robbing banks stealing guns police officers are killed and really? eventually ends up at the county jail in Crown Point. So there's okay. just a like smorgasbord of things that he's doing. He's yes. rob- he's like stealing guns from like ars from like arsenal. Uh, like what's that called? Like the where they keep all the guns. The police arsenal. isn't that an arsenal? Is it? Hey Siri. <laughs> 
Anyways. What's in Arsenal? And so they're yes. like, this, okay. you know, whatever. But he gets caught. Okay. And now he's in Crown Point Jail. So this is when this whole historic thing happens in Crown mm-hmm. Point. Mm-hmm. So it's March 3rd, 1934. J.D. threatened the guards at the Crown Point Jail with a wooden gun that he had carved out himself and shined black with shoe polish. Yes. And was like, I'm doing a gun hand right now. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, get up and yeah. like, he like tied him up or whatever. And so it worked. They like thought it was a real gun. And he escaped. So this is now where we're catching up with the story. Yes. That you sent me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He So he uses this wooden gun. He tricks the guards. He flees. And so he stole one of the sheriff's cars after escaping physically out of the jail yes. and went to Chicago where he abandoned the car. Okay. So. So again, he was like, thanks for the ride. Yeah. He's <laughs> out. So... The FBI at this point are, like, on this dude's tail. Mm -hmm. But in each scenario where the FBI is, like, about to, like, you know, they get a little tip, like, you know, Mm -hmm. he's here. He's going to go do this thing. Yes. And they're, like, right there waiting for him. He, like, always escapes. Okay. Like, somehow he just slithers. Yes. (laughs) You'll never catch me. And I... It said, and I wish I would have looked at some pictures, but it said that he even had plastic surgery to change his appearance. Really? Yeah. Which is like back in the day. How do you? Even, how do you even do even that? Think that was a thing. I didn't think so either. And who know? I don't oh. know if that's really true, but okay. this was a .gov site. So you would think that's that's a pretty reliable <laughs> right source. Yeah. So he was just like, I'm never gonna get caught. You're not gonna catch me. I wonder if there was like some plastic surgeon who like worked out of their home. Yeah. For criminals, like they're like all I'll the help criminals you. knew. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to Doctor J. Right. Right. He'll hook you up. You never know. Because he probably know. wanted that cash. Yes. Yes. Creepy. Okay. Um. After this spree of just all of these crimes, JD was finally caught July 22nd, 1934 and shot to death in an alley near the Biograph Theater in Chicago. Wow. So they finally caught up with him. And they just shot him? Yeah. They were just like, ah, oh, we don't want to give you a trial. We're just going to shoot you. I mean, he I probably think he, have a gun. he probably the, had like a machine gun. He or shot something. like at the officer, okay. I believe, who had a vest on. So okay. he didn't get hurt, but they, they it, just, he was too much of a danger. They yeah, just, they just shot him. Wow. Crazy. That's kind of the quick and yes. dirty story of, of the OG JD. OGJD. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for real gangster, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just he gave no Fs, Fs about nobody Bye. or nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, this car. Yes. What kind of car was it? Do you know? It, it was the car, the police car was a 1933 Ford V8. And I looked at some pictures. It's basically like just old timey black truck yes and it has like the front real like the wheels in the front have like the very rounded okay then the little are they skinny like no. skinny wheels kind of yeah okay neat yeah so um and what color was it black black okay. mm-hmm. so after he had left it the car in chicago it was impounded and sold at an auction 
That's weird. Why didn't they, like, okay, if he dropped it off in Chicago, like, shortly after he stole it, why? Why wouldn't they just give it back? Exactly. Weird. Maybe because of evidence? Some kind of evidence or something? And I wonder how, like, insurance policies work back then. I have no idea. <laughs> you know? But it is kind of weird. I wasn't thinking yeah. about that. Like, they impounded it, which you they usually would do anyways, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a car that mm-hmm. is involved in any crime. But then they just sold it in an auction. And then for some reason in my brain, I keep thinking, like, does the car have, like, bullet holes on the side? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Bonnie Clyde style? Yeah. 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 I think that's where I'm getting that thought yeah. from. Yeah. It looks like that. If you can picture like that kind of car, it's Uh like just like that. Okay. Okay. Which I I don't, I don't know too much about them. Me either. But it was probably around the same time. I feel like it kind of was 30s, 40s. Okay. So the car sold at an auction years later. Mark Love. Ooh. Are you related to him? Who really knows? (laughs) Maybe. From Arizona and the old Sheriff's House Foundation in Crown Point had tracked down the car. It was in Maine. So he like, this guy was kind of just an enthusiast about JD and all the history and has collected all kinds of things. He really wanted to find the car. Um, They did through the VIN number. Okay. I guess, I think he hired a detective to help. It's crazy that like it hasn't been like destroyed. Right. Like lots of people just thought that it was a normal old car. It sold that auction and somebody probably just tore it apart and sold the parts and yeah. Yeah. Not knowing Mm -hmm. the history. Yeah. So he got it back and restored it. He said, except for the seats, which he totally replaced, it still has a lot of the original things, like the wiper blades, the lights, and the siren are all original. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because I, yeah, I forgot. It's like a police car. So it has lights siren. Yeah, that's neat. I think everybody around here knows about him and what happened in Crown Point or whatever. Yes. So they have like a little museum. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the Crown Point jail does too. Yes. Um, so they've had over this over time a 1933 Ford Exus Terraplane, which was also believed to be one of Dillinger cars. And that car was just one of his cars. Okay. Um, but it was used in Public Enemies, the movie with Johnny Depp yes. about JD. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Like and the Discovery Channel, I guess, was there in Crown Point. They're mm-hmm. doing like a documentary about it or whatever yes. so they were going to include mm-hmm. i think this his car the one that johnny depp that they used in the movie or whatever and okay. now the police car okay so they okay. were they're filming and doing yes, all a bunch and there of was stuff like a whole helicopter too yeah a helicopter in like a police like brigade yeah that like because i actually watched a video did you? did you see there was like a I live video on facebook i didn't watch it yes so there was a live video on facebook and it okay. was all these people it was like literally a parade mm-hmm. so there was all these police cars and like firefighters and stuff and mm-hmm. they were like in front and behind this car mm-hmm. you know and they're like bringing it back into the town and like everyone's like waving yeah. and there's like tons of people on the street and I think the guy who's the host on the Disney or the Disney channel the Discovery channel uh-huh. he was in the car like okay. waving and stuff and yeah. there's like cameras and so that was pretty neat. Yeah. It's pretty big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's for it to only be like minutes away yes. from where we live. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember back the in filming? the day? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I have all kinds of pictures and news articles yes. and my mom and I stalked Johnny Depp's yes. trailer. You were obsessed. Yeah. You were very obsessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, weren't you there like every day? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, they filmed the public enemies. And how long? They were in Crown Point for a week. I remember they had Johnny Depp's 
trailer mm-hmm. set up in that bowling Super alley. Bowl. Yep. Yeah, the, the Super Bowl alley parking lot. lot. Yep. And it was just like a normal like white trailer. Like it wasn't anything fancy. No. And I remember we were standing there. I saw Johnny Depp like just like Get out. walk yeah. to, or yeah, he either like got out or he was walking into the trailer. But mm-hmm. I remember thinking like he's so short. <laughs> like he's so short. Remember like he was teeny. He's yeah. tiny. He's a tiny guy. Yeah. Was John Dillinger tiny? Like tall, uh, short? Actually, yeah, he was a tiny guy. He was, no, he was pretty tall. He was a tall guy? Yeah. Huh. But that's the thing with movies. Like, you don't really notice. Yeah. The notice the height of someone. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was the first thing I thought was like, wow, Johnny Depp's really short. <laughs> but that was just so neat because they, I remember they had like the old timey cars. Yeah. And they, they rolled had, out that like road. Yes. It was like, like a brick fake road. brick road. Yeah. That was super neat. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And like Crown Point's such like a little like mm-hmm. small home, you know, small town that something like that is a huge deal oh, yeah. to everybody. It's so cool. Very cool. Awesome. So the police car is not going to fit in the Crown Point jail. Oh, no. Or really anywhere. I don't, they're okay. not really sure, but they definitely plan on having it permanently displayed somewhere in Crown Point. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So they're going to basically give it. This huh. guy's just kind of giving it back. I think he was trying to say that, like, he just knows that, that Lillian, the police mm-hmm. officer lady, would have, really? like, yes. wanted it back Aww, and just out of so respect sweet. for, like, you know, police and yes, everything. Yes, and the family. Yeah. And that's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it's pretty oh, getting the chills. Pretty cool. Just kind of all Very come back around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, when you keep, think, like, talking about JD, I keep thinking of, Johnny Depp because <gasps> JD. JD I know I just like think of Johnny Depp's face in my mind I had not made that connection mm-hmm. look at you mm-hmm. love it love that story very heartwarming it's a wonderful thing for the Crown Point community yeah something that everyone can get together on <laughs> get together learn about history yes and how not to be a gangster not to be a gangster love it yay so we're talking about cars. cars. What you got cops. for me? Okay. So, Allie, we were just talking about JD. Uh-huh. And how he stole a cop's car. Yes. And how it was rightfully returned. It was. To its family and hometown of Crown Point, Indiana. Yeah. When we were talking about you doing this story mm-hmm. and me choosing a song. Okay. You brought up Senses Fail. Yeah. Calling all cars. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And then the first line, I was like, what would you expect from me? <laughs> what would you expect from me? Dun, dun. And, you know, I just knew right away, like, okay, yep, that yeah. song, that's good. But I also thought of Dashboard Confessional and the song Stolen, where he talks about how a woman has stolen his heart. And I was like, mm, that's a good one, too. And I love Dashboard. I probably know more about Dashboard than I know about Senses Fail. Fair. But Stolen is like a love song. Yeah. And it's very, like, slow. And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Senses Fail, which is a classic band that a lot of emo kids have followed throughout their emo existence and they love. And every time I think about Census Fail, I think about like pirates. Really? Yes. Why is that? I think it's because that song that they have, Rum is for Drinking, oh. Not for Burning. Uh-huh. So I just always have thought like Census Johnny Fail. Depp drinking rum? Yeah. And like pirates. <laughs> pirates? And so I pirates just think it's perfect. Perfect. Nice. 
So. Full circle. Yes. <laughs> Senses fail. And yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I Googled senses fail. <laughs> Good <and> start. <laughs> to any research. I Googled. And, you know, I kept wanting to say in my head, senses fall for some reason. No. No. But it is senses fail. <laughs> my brain was just like tricking me. I'm like, senses fall, senses fail. Senses, it's senses fail. Yes, I, have I been wrong about this yeah, the whole time? Yeah. I feel like every time we research a band, we're like, what been, is yeah, going you on? You find out something and you're like, wow, I was wrong this whole time. Yeah. I was right. It is senses <laughs> fail. Okay. Okay. So they were founded in 2001 in New Jersey by their vocalist James Buddy Nielsen. There was many lineup changes over the years. As we've yes. come to find out, because, a lot of bands have. Mm-hmm. And it's probably just because, you know, everyone, you know, they have different thoughts and they want to go in different directions mm-hmm. and they're so emotional and they just get in arguments and whatever. So there has only been one current member member throughout their whole band history and that Who's is Buddy? the vocalist. Okay. Buddy. Yeah. They formed the band Uh after the vocalist Buddy posted an ad on the internet. Really? Yes. Hey guys, want to be in my band? Pretty much, yeah. They started performing at skate parks and churches and really anyone who was in that era, that's where they were performing. Coffee shops, just little venues, which I love. I love it. So they have a total of seven albums. And two EPs, which is a lot. Okay. Really. The band yeah. formed. They did. Okay. <laughs> they would have had to. Why am I having a laughing attack right now? Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find the part that I found interesting. <laughs> okay. This is what it was like. I remember, like, in high school trying to do the homework together. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is what it feels like. <laughs> yes. Seriously, especially writing in this journal. I'm like, I feel like I'm doing a research paper. <laughs> like, what is even happening right now? And, like, you know when you're doing it, you're writing, you're like, oh, yeah, this is so good. Yeah. yeah. This is so good. And then you actually go in and do it, and you're like, I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> We're like, okay, I wrote here, one band member, 14, skate parks, churches. <laughs> Spark notes. <laughs> okay. So like I said, they formed off of an advertisement that the lead singer put on the internet. Okay. I'm assuming maybe it was MySpace, MySpace. or Craigslist. It didn't say exactly what it was. So all these band members got together, and actually one of the band members was only 14 at the time. Oh. Oh, baby. Baby. What does senses fail mean? Okay. How did they get the name? All right. Here's my shoot. Okay. I'm ready. Senses fail. Senses fail. So we have five senses. Yes. Taste. Taste, smell, hearing, touching, seeing. Yes. Five. So your senses. Your, all those senses All are those failing. senses are not working. Mm-hmm. My senses mm-hmm. fail. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Okay. F- feel anything i can't okay that's what that's all, right. all i got okay you're almost there you're good okay it's, it's kind of like the vibe of the band okay yeah you know because they're just a lot of their songs are about you know depression and things like that yeah but let me tell you okay what buddy nielsen said about the band's name in hinduism they believe that being alive is hell 
And the only way to reach nirvana is to ultimately have no attachments to anything. So people go out and live in the middle of the woods and they don't eat and they don't drink. They just meditate because they've reached such a high level where they're not attached to love, relationships, or anything. So basically, if you, the in Hinduism, they believe if you want to reach the highest level of being and see God, you have to have all of your senses fail. I'm sorry, but this sounds like a terrible time. So it basically means like you're on the verge of death. It basically means you're dead. Yeah. But you're, you're surrendering yourself to... To the, just nature and the spirits. And so you're like meditating. So it just sounds like you're starving. <laughs> you're on the verge of death. You don't have any relationship. you're meditating. Yeah. So you're like in this like zone. I don't know. It's Where strange. you are like ignoring all of the... Yes. I don't know. But everything. meditating like supposed to be... Where you reach where a higher you, level. Yeah. Higher level of consciousness. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically what it means. Interesting. Senses fail. So at the same time, if you think about like, okay, there's the band Nirvana. Yeah. Okay. Now their senses fail, which in Hinduism is how you that's reach, how you reach Nir- Nirvana. Nirvana. Uh, Interesting, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I see where they were going with that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the band Senses Failed, they had seven albums, two EPs. Their debut album was in oh, 2004, 2005. It was called Let It Unfold You. But I wrote Let In Unfold You. Is it Let In Unfold You? It's Let It Unfold You. Okay. Let It Infold You? It's not Unfold You. Infold. Infold? Yes. Infold. Oh, I don't know. I just think of like... Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. So I just like scrunched up in a ball. In like a fetus mode. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And there was multiple songs on there that a lot of you may know. There was Buried Alive and Rum is for Drinking, Not, not for, for Burning. Burning. Bite to Break Skin, Lady in a Blue Dress. Just a bunch of bops. Now their music video for Rum is for Drinking, Not for Burning was recorded on the soap opera called Guiding Light. A soap opera? Yes, yes. So that music video, which is really strange, was recorded on the set of a soap opera. Weird. Where actually the lead singer's mom was an actress on the show. What? So that's how they got... An in? Yes. To use the set. Yeah, which is wild. So random. Mm -hmm. All right, so then, you know, they go and they tour a little bit. And at the end of 05, before their second album called Still Searching, one of their guitarists, Dave Miller, left and was replaced by Heath Saracino. And he was the guitarist and vocalist of the band Midtown. Okay. From Cobra Starship? <laughs> yes, yes. So, I, yeah, I'm like, okay, wait. I remember Midtown from doing Cobra Starship. Yeah. So Gabe Saporta yes. was the singer. On Cobra. Yes. Yeah. He was the singer of Midtown. And then this Heath. Was also in Midtown, and he did, like, backup vocals and guitar. That's crazy. So here you have this band, Midtown, that, you know, they were, like, you know how I was saying, like, they were kind of, like, the start. Yeah. They were, like, emo before emo was a thing. Yeah. And then they never really blew up, but members in their band... 
One created branched out and other and the other ones in census fail. Wild. I know. Full circle. Full freaking circle, man. He joined the band and they're doing their second album, which is called Still Searching. Great album. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this album is called a concept album. Okay. Which is basically when there's a theme to the album. Okay. All right. Which I kind of feel like most albums are concept albums, but then you have some pop artists that are just like, oh. All over the place. Exactly. Like, it's just hit, 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 hit. I don't really have a thought process behind it. It's yeah. just hit after hit. Each song is its own instead of the mm-hmm. whole album being. Exactly. Yeah. So this album is about alcoholism, depression, suicide, no. and it's just kind of telling a story of a man struggling through heartbreak, alcohol abuse, and, you know, just kind of being stressed out and just... The struggle. Yes. Yeah. The struggle of dealing with all these different things, like how, and you know, like how someone deals Deals with with it. it. That brings us to our song that is on this lovely album, and it is called Calling on Cars. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of the phrase calling on cars? Or wait, did I say calling on cars? Yeah, I'm... (laughs) I'm like, are we signaling for a taxi or an Uber? Taxi. <laughs> calling on those cars. Calling you. See my notes. Next time I just need to copy and paste. <laughs> all right. Rewind. It's calling all cars, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so that brings us to our song, Calling All Cars. There we go. Not calling on cars. Calling all cars. Calling cars. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the phrase calling all cars? No, I didn't know that was no, a phrase. Me either. Oh, what's but it mean? When I Googled it, the first thing that came up was a Sopranos episode. <laughs> <laughs> a title of a Sopranos episode calling, calling all, all cars. cars. So I'm like, huh, does that's that have weird. anything the Sopranos to named an episode off of, off of a census fail song? Yeah. Like, hmm. So it's actually an old police radio dispatch call. Shut up. No, I'm not even kidding. Yes. <laughs> Basically, cops would say calling all cars. For like backup? So basically, old police officers used to use their radio, mm-hmm. and basically they would say calling all cars mm-hmm. to basically call for other patrol officers to assist them sure. to look for a suspect or a situation. So like literally, if we think back to when John Dillinger was escaping, yeah, like there was probably police officers. Oh, I'm sure that we're saying calling all calling car- all cars, calling all cars, calling all cars. Trying to catch him. Yes. Yeah. Which is wild. That's crazy. I know. I love the connection. I know. It's crazy. We always find... Yeah, we do. ...puzzle pieces that fit perfectly together. Does this song have anything to do with police? Don't know. Unsure. Let's let's look into that a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Because in the beginning, that's the first line he says, and he says, we got another victim. We got another victim. But it's like not literal. Yes. Everyone has... Different thoughts on the meaning of this song. Everybody always does. The lyrics are very depressing. The song almost sounds like a suicide note. 
Okay. okay. I can see that. So it's almost like maybe, a, yeah, so at the beginning it says, calling all cars, we've, we've got, got another, another victim. victim. So it's almost like, okay, maybe in a way it could be like a police officer finding someone who's committed suicide. Yeah. And like, we've got another victim of like life, yeah. you know, in a way. Yeah. I guess I can see that now. So a lot of people see this song as a man who was in a relationship and he tried to warn the person that, you know, I'm bad news. You don't want to be with me. Mm-hmm. Don't expect too much from me because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to give you what you want. Exactly. But the other person didn't want to believe them. And they're just like, no, I love you. Like, you're perfect. In the end, this person ended up getting hurt because now everything is a mess and it's over. Let's talk about the video. Oh, I've never seen the video. There is a video. It's very weird. Very okay. weird. At the beginning of the video, uh-huh. you see Buddy, the lead singer. Okay. He is blindfolded. Okay. And he is in the, the trunk of a car. Okay. Like a Sopranos episode sounds yes, like to me. Yes. It's just, it's wild. Uh. So he's blindfolded in a trunk. He's blindfolded in the truck. And the first thing I noticed is he has a little lip ring in, oh. and it's right in the middle of his lip. Oh. So it's not like a side lip ring. It's not snake bites. It's in the middle, which I'm like, oh, look at you. Like, that's totally Edgy. Like a product of that time. Yeah. Like, a lot of people had that piercing. And I'm like, oh, cute. Love it. You don't see that nowadays. I don't Not remember really. the last time I saw someone with the lip ring. Yeah. I miss it. Let's bring it back. So here he is blindfolded in the trunk and there's two women mm-hmm. driving the vehicle. Okay. Ooh. And you should see the fashion that these these is <laughs> going on. Now I'm thinking of the, that Dixie Chicks song about Earl. What? No. No? I don't know anything about oh, the they Dixie ki- Yeah, Chicks. they kill Earl. Oh, they kill Earl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Anyways. Okay. The girls are driving and they're, they have interesting haircuts. It's very chunky, blonde highlights. Sounds about right. They have the high low going. So it's like really short in the back and then really long on the front. Okay. And they're wearing fishnets. They have really chunky Chanel glasses on. Sunglasses? Yes. Okay. Yes. Chunky Chanel sunglasses. And just like, remember those like metal bangles? Yeah. Metal bangles on, like really just interesting fashion. Okay. I'm like, I remember that. They bring Buddy to some house, some random room. They have him sitting in a chair and they have him handcuffed. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they start, like, slapping him and almost, like, teasing him. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Did this get sexual? It's kind of weird. No, it never really got sexual. Like, it kind of was because it was kind of, like, almost like they were, like, slapping and teasing him in a way that it was yeah. kind of, like, we're tempting you. I don't know. It was strange. Okay. It was strange. All right. Then what happens? So, they kick him and he falls over in the chair. Okay. And then I think he, like, passes out or something because then next scene he wakes up in a glass room with all of his bandmates and all of the band equipment. Now this sounds like an episode of you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I wrote. Really? Yes. Honey. You. So a clear glass room like in you. <laughs> Here he is. He wakes up. He's like, okay, this is weird. And then he just starts singing with the band. You know, he's singing the song. And then there's all of these girls, like a bunch of girls now, that are like up pressed against the glass and like beating on the glass, but just kind of like rocking out. I don't, I have no clue. (laughs) 
Wow. I don't know what it was supposed to mean. Do you, Musicians, do you think? I always have wondered how, like... They think of this? They're, how do their music videos... Relate to their Relate songs. to the song. Sometimes it's very literal, like that one we did, the Silverstein one, yes. where it was like, okay, this makes sense because uh-huh. of what the song was uh-huh. about. Yes. But sometimes it's like, nah, it's like completely just out there. a storyline of, of like what... Maybe it's... I don't know. I'm just thinking like if I was in a band, I'm going to write this song and it's, you know, it reminds me of this time in my life. And in this time in my life, I felt this way. Yeah. Like maybe he felt trapped. Right. Like everything could be like a metaphor. Yeah. Like maybe he felt trapped and in this relationship. I guess that's like, the art, like, like an artist's way of. Yeah. He kept feeling like he was going to hurt this girl, but he, I don't know, he was getting tempted. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. But I'll, I'll read a few lyrics in the song. Okay. Just to give everyone an idea of what the song was like so they can compare it to the music video. And then we'll do Lyric Palooza. I love this idea. Yes. Okay, wonderful. It starts off calling all cars we've got another, another victim. Because my love has become an affliction. affliction. What did you expect from me? And then he's sorry because this has been building since I have been breathing and I know how it's going to end. I don't want to read it because I want to do Lyric Palooza to you. We are going to do Lyric Palooza. All right. I'm ready. Ready, Freddy. So we are going to do the main chorus. Yes. Mm. I don't even think you need to say it. I can probably sing it. (laughs) All right. So will you scatter my ashes where they won't be found? I kept my word when I swore that I would let you down. And now that I'm gone, (laughs) there's more. There's more. And now that I'm gone. And now that I'm gone. And then we're, and then what? So it goes. Scatter my ashes where I won't be found. Wait, wait, wait. So will you scatter my ashes where they won't be found? I kept my word when I swear that I would let you down. And now that I'm gone. Okay. And now that I'm gone. Again, scatter my ashes? No. Can you say the first and word? And then it goes, so it goes, and now that I'm gone, and then it goes, so you, so will you scatter my There's ashes one more line. won't be found? <gasps> oh. I can, and then, yeah, I kept my word and you hate me for it now. now you hate me for it. But you knew all along. All along. So they say this two times in the chorus. Wow. Got this girl. Try to try to forget me. Yep. There's more. And <laughs> try to forget me and just move on. Yes! <laughs> Alright, so all together. So will you scatter my ashes where they won't be found? I kept my word when I swore that I would let you down, and now that I'm gone, try to forget me and just move on. Yep. Okay. Beauty. Love it. Great Lyric Palooza. This was a, a song um, that I liked a lot yes. growing up, and I had felt strongly about it so much. One day I posted the lyrics on Facebook. I said, scatter my ashes where they won't be found. And my, some of my family members were like, are you okay? <laughs> this is kind of dark. And I'm like, no, it's it's just a song. Like, okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it is a dark 
works out. But like, Doesn't I don't work. know what type of way I was feeling about it. You know mm-hmm. how we always say that like lyrics at certain points in your life always like mean different things. And I yes. think at that point I was just like depressed. I yeah. guess about something. Yeah. I was probably angry at somebody and mm-hmm. was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm dead. Just whatever. Like, exactly. fine. You don't care about me now. Like, yeah, something emo yeah, like, like that. You won't like, care about me when I'm dead. Like so dramatic. Yeah. Like just throw my ashes in the ocean. And yeah. Just forget about me. Yeah. You don't even care about yeah, me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was that type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Senses fail. You will always remind me of pirates. <laughs> I like you. You're still, they're still making music. Yeah. Which is interesting. I listened to a song that they just put out February of 2021, and it was okay. It's They're not as heavy now, of course, which mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of how all the bands of the 05, 04, 05 era, they mm-hmm. start out a little harder, and then they tame down over the years, maybe because they don't, they get less angry. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Less angry, less emotional. Less angsty. Mm-hmm. Less angsty. Totally. So I've been trying to listen to Ape, the AP podcast, Ooh. but they don't, okay. I don't think, they don't make them anymore, but they're, they yes. dumped them like all on Spotify, okay. and there was one about buddy i listened to yeah this past week because i had a feeling we were gonna maybe do them yes, and yes. the podcast was just basically an interview and he was just talking through like all the trouble like troubles that they had as a band like legally and with like okay. trying to get signed and they had like really bad legal advice and huh. just stuff like that yeah and it was just hard he was buddy was saying how it kind of sucked that he was seeing all these other bands around them that were in the same genre having so much success and mm-hmm, he just felt mm-hmm. that their band wasn't getting recognized yeah as getting much what they deserve yeah mm-hmm. hmm. very interesting yeah poor guys i had um something quick okay thank you for sharing your research yes, on yes. censusville you're very welcome um, so the there band. was a band that unfortunately I I never got into or listened to. Okay, Who called the Dillinger Escape Plan. Yes, 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 yes. And they, I also know of the band, but never listened. Yeah, to Yeah, which is unfortunate because it sounds like they were something I would be into. They were formed in 1997 in New Jersey. Heavy metal, metalcore, mathcore, progressive metal, grindcore, post-hardcore, okay. experimental. It's kind okay. of like a BT Bam type band. Or Fall of Troy. Yeah. Anytime I think of mathcore, I think Fall of Troy. So I was just surprised that, you know, because obviously JD is a guy around here that everybody knows but these guys out in new jersey even knew apparently about him i'm looking them up on spotify right now and their band photo is quite interesting (laughs) it's this creepy man it's weird okay look at this tell me what you think why is that old man giving this young boy a massage (laughs) that's what it looks like i don't like that and that guy in the background just is like boop Strange. The guy in the middle. Look at his face. Yeah, I don't like that. He's creepy. So there's this Rob Zombie looking dude who has his hands on like a John Nolan looking dude on his shoulder. And, he, like and they're just looking it. at the camera like, hey, hey there. Mm-hmm. No, not a Maybe fan. he's trying to like channel his John Dillinger. Unknown. Interesting. So last night I was watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I discovered a YouTuber. His name is Anthony Padilla. Okay. Okay. He's got 5.26 million subscribers Holy on YouTube. Holy cow. And he 
has a video called I Spent a Day with Emo Legends. And so it was Spencer Chamberlain from Under Oath, the lead singer of Silverstein, which I can't think of his name right now, and Matt Good from From First to Last. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So he had Spencer Chamberlain was actually like physically on the show with the guy. And then Matt Good and the singer of Silverstein were both like video, like zooming in. And it was, it's actually a pretty long video. It's an interview when he's talking to them all about like the emo culture and. Yeah. But I really loved it. It was nice. There's really not, the only thing I like took from it was. Spencer is kind of a dick. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. He kept being like, because he was talking like, okay, if one thing that, you know, you could remove from like the emo culture, what would it be? Or it was like, what, what's one thing that you hated? And like Spencer said, he hated like the skunk haircut where it was like, you know, the long. Yeah. Or like the raccoon thing. Yes. The long hair bangs in the front and then just like spiked in the back. So he hated that. He was like, I never found that attractive. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's so much better with his yeah. dingy, long, mm-hmm. greasy hair. And then the the interviewer was just kind of like calling him out. And he was like, well, didn't you straighten your hair? And he was like, yeah, ma'am. Yeah, you, yeah, I did. Like he was just, he almost was acting like the emo phase like never existed. And he's like embarrassed. That like he wasn't a part of that. He said that he hated the word screamo. Yeah, and he's like, if I would, if I were to describe Under Oath, I would just say that we're a rock band. Yeah, no, dude. Sorry, <laughs> they're not gonna play you on XRT. No, like maybe now, like because their music more is now like he tried to describe them as Deftones, but not as cool. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so off. That is so off. I know. And I'm like, you know what? Well, I Uh, was telling you, I uh, after we did that episode about No wonder I always liked Aaron better than you. Uh (laughs) we did that episode about Dance Gavin Dance last Mm -hmm, week. mm -hmm. And so I was doing more research about Johnny Craig. Johnny Craig. During his AP interview, he kept calling the fans kids. He's like, well, the kids out there. And I'm like, dude, like, Uh, I get it because your fan base is probably a little bit younger than you, but not by much. It's uh, not like, call me a fan. I'm not a small child. Yeah. But it was just so, like, cocky sounding when he would say it. Like, yeah, man, the kids, blah, blah. And then he was saying how, Uh like, I don't understand. The guy was like, well, you know, well, who, who, you know, who is your, like, your influences? And he's like, I am the influence. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's like, no. you know, Anthony Green and Craig Owens, like, you know, we were all trying to do the same thing. And I just feel like, I'm like, dude, I'm turning oh. you off. I can't even listen to you talk. And it was funny because throughout the interview, too, it was like the interviewer totally wasn't showing like Spencer as much as he was showing like um, Matt Good and yeah. the singer from Silver Tanks. I think he noticed like, OK, this dude's just like, I don't want to showcase him as an emo legend because he's just like denying emo. Yeah. And like he doesn't like the word nostalgia because he feels like the word nostalgia just means that, you know, it's in they the past. were like a pastime and all this stuff. And he was talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, there's like these emo nights and things like that. He's like, but, you know, just he didn't like he like doesn't like emo nights, like nothing. It was just strange. That but is then so weird. You see Matt Good, who yeah was in from first to last. I love, and, I love listening to him talk because he yeah. kind of has like. He does. 
high voice. Yes. And he's just like, you know, that's the biggest compliment when, you yeah. know, like, he's just so appreciative of yeah. the fans. He's like, it's the biggest compliment when I have, you know, fans come up to me and tell me, like, my music changed their life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it's such a cliche, but it, like, means so much to yeah. me. And he he said that he's trademarking um, the king of emo. Really? Yes. Yes. So, like, on his Instagram, he has, like, the king of emo, and it's, like, trademark. Yeah. So, I'm really hoping, and actually, Anthony and I were talking about Riot Fest is mm-hmm. happening, and because we bought tickets, mm-hmm. what, two years ago now, a year ago now, whatever, and Riot Fest did not happen last year, we got Thursday for free. So, it's only supposed to be Friday, Saturday, oh, Sunday. yeah. But now we get the Thursday, which is like the Riot Fest pre-party. Do I get free. that too, yes. even though I didn't buy my tickets last year? You didn't? When did you buy no, it? No, this, when they announced it before. I don't know. When okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyways, you were hoping that. So, if you look up. <laughs> did you get some juicy info from the dark web? Well, oh my God, what if, what if from first of class of. plays with Sunny? You know how Anthony is where he gets like. Ideas? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well, I read all the comments on this post, and a lot of people I are figured it out, babe. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's Thursday, September sixteenth, Riot Fest preview party. So every you know, Riot Fest is so funny. They have a whole page on their website. What the heck is a Thursday preview party? Mm-hmm. And so they're just kind of talking about you know they won't tell you exactly what it is, but it does say featuring, and then there's a bunch of question marks. Of so course. let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop. Eight, People are trying to fill 10, in the question 11, marks. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's 20 question marks. I haven't done the math yet, but is it from first to last? Here, let's see. Write it. Um... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. No. There's 15, but... 15, 19, 20. But... If you do a space here, <laughs> if you, if you do count the space, <laughs> wait, would that be? Yeah. Okay. So if you do space and then F R O M space F I R S T space two T O space last and then space, there's 20. That is a stretch, but okay. I'm here for it. So a lot of people were saying like, Ooh, maybe it's first to last. But anyway, so it's going to be super cool because it says surprise sets from mystery bands, first dibs on March carnival rides and more. So I'm thinking it'll probably be acoustic sets. I bet you a lot of the bands are going to be walking around. They might have like meet and greets. Who knows? It's going to be freaking awesome. I can't wait. Anyways, from first to last, are they coming back? We don't know, but I love Matt Good. I I love the singer of Silverstein, but Spencer, you disappointed me in that interview. Kind of mad. Maybe you had a bad day. Don't know. It's like you have to appreciate your past because that's what got you to where you are. Exactly. And I don't know. It's like he just seems like stuck up. Like stuck up. And I'm like, what is your problem? He's not even in. Is he still in Under Oath? Yes. He's a singer. Oh. Singer screamer. But he doesn't really scream as much anymore. He, like, sings, but, like, clearly Aaron oh, has duh, a better voice than you. Oh, when we saw him, he jumped in the crowd. Yes. I'm such an idiot. Yes. Okay. All right. So, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Episode 10. Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Calling on cars. Calling on cars. Either one. I can't think of anything clever. Me either. Please listen to us on Spotify. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate us and subscribe. Thank you for listening. We love you all. If we made merch, would anyone buy it? (laughs) 
I want to make some. I know. Ooh, you know what would be cool? Like, at the concerts we do go to, if we... We should get, like, stickers and yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. We need to pass out stickers. Yeah. In, like, or, like, flyers or something. Stickers, probably. Stickers. People yes. love stickers. Yes, make stickers. And we could do, like, it could be stickers, but then on the back... Like, before you peel it off, it could say, like... Spotify has uh, that thing where you scan the it. Yeah. The little things. Uh, yes. We gotta do that. We love you. Bye. Bye. Calling all cars. We got another victim.